Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Keith. I'm Kip. And after our nice, fun, light episodes, we're going heavy again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. After our long, bloviated nerdgasm on movies. We also did the DNA. Which we, do. we weren't off topic at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we DNA, also, was the last movie. three weeks have been happy. We had travel cats. We yep. had uh, DNA fun. Yep. 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> we did the animal heroes. We did that a while back. You're, you're justifying yeah. something, aren't you? Um, this week, we're going to talk about brachycephalic animals mm, and the history yummy. of them and maybe why we should discuss better solutions than continuing the breeds in the manner they are currently bred into. Yes. I mean, how they really shouldn't. We're going to talk about their ancestors and mm-hmm. how they were possibly healthier. And if we could return them back into that state, they would probably be better for it. No, they yep. definitely would be. It's not a probably. Because brachycephalia is, is a very old trait. It's yes. not like, it's not something that, that is new. No. You know, a lot of people seem to criticize brachycephalia as being something that, that you know, is something that, that breeders are doing to them on purpose, but that trait itself isn't necessarily bad. It's been going on ever since ancient China, you know? Yeah, they just uh, haven't... I I just said that I can't contribute anything to... So, you were correct. Um, So, part of... So, we're going to start with brachy means shorten, and cephalic means head. Therefore, brachycephalic means small-headed animals. Right. Uh, their skulls... Which, that's funny, because that's not what you would think it would mean. Yes. Um, you would think it would have something to do with literally meaning smush nose, because... It, the idea is that their skull bones are shortened, so head uh-huh. short, mm-hmm. so short, flat face. Right. Giving the face a pushed-up appearance, and it tends to bulge out their eyes. Because we've talked about this a little bit in, like, the um, domestication of dogs episode... Yep. Dogs got domesticated, and one of the things they do, the little baby dog ice, yep. Yep. is because we were like, oh, that one's cute. I'm going to keep that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it bred that trait into them. Yep. 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 So. We're talking about pugs and French bulldogs and Persian cats. Yep. So do you, and... do you have the, um, uh, the context of what the medium and long snout names are? No. So, so brachycephalic, you know, just for the, the, I guess, category nerds out there, there is a name for medium snout, long snout dog. Okay. So medium snout would be something like a Labrador retriever or a golden retriever. And that's, mm-hmm. um, mesaticephalic mm-hmm. oh. or mesocephalic. Oh. So that's the medium snout. And then for things like sight hounds or or you know Airedales or something with a the long point basset nose. hound even yeah. falls into this. The long snout is um, uh, delichocephalic, if mm-hmm. I say that correctly. And that's like a long snout dog. So fun times, fun times. So what breeds are brachycephalic in dogs? Do we want to try a list them? I'll tell you what you missed. Uh, well, I have the Wikipedia page, so I can. I, I, 
Oh, I have the whole thing right here. Yeah. Bulldogs, County Corsos, Chow Chows, English Mastiffs, French Bulldogs. Uh, all those good things. Uh, Pugs. Cats. Pekingese. Uh-huh. Because let's not forget cats. There are some. No, I have a list of cats, too. Yep, we yep. got the cats here. The British Shorthair, Burmese, Himalayan, Persian, Scottish Fold. Yep. I love the Scottish Fold. They're very good. Very um, cute. Lots of Opsas are also some dogs. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we said the Shih Tzus. Apparently, the Chinese Sar Sharpie. Sharpay. Yeah. Sharpay. That's mm -hmm. it. I was like, I'm saying that wrong. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes Boston Terriers have the flatter faces. Yeah, and pit bulls will. Pit bulls um, are and known to be. Some boxers also get bred flatter faced. My my neighbor actually has a boxer that is definitely brachycephalic, but he can. His snout is long enough. Yes. Like, you can kind of tell the brachycephalia from the bone structure that the snout is kind of like. On the top, where the, the muzzle meets the forehead, mm -hmm. it's kind of pushed in a little bit to kind of give them, like, that upturned snout. Mm -hmm. With with Cooper, the boxer next door, mm -hmm. he's got that, but then his snout does come out and up a little bit, so he can breathe. Yes. So, here's the thing. Um, a lot of these dogs, if you look back, like, if you look up what did a pug back in, like, 1900 look like, yeah. it will be a completely different, um... It, bone structure. It's a bone structure. It yeah. has a very short snout still, but it's not shoved against its face. Yeah, it's not like the muzzle doesn't exist. They still have a little bit of a muzzle or length in their muzzle where it's still considered in the category of brachycephalia, but it's a much healthier version of that where the nasal cavity is actually opened up. They can actually breathe. Yes. Yeah. Um, so part of the definition of brachycephalic is due to the shorter bones in the face and nose, the anatomy and relationship to the other soft tissue structures mm -hmm. are altered. In some of these, uh, they can cause physical problems in the affected dog. Yeah. So... Like we were saying earlier, that's, that's called. Uh, are you going to talk about that syndrome? Yes. Okay. Do you oh, want? Do you want to tell what the syndrome's called? It, it's just called brachycephalic airway obstruction syndrome. Yes. And it's just, and it can be helped with surgery. Mm -hmm. They can remove chunks from the face to kind of help them breathe better, um, but it's expensive and it sucks. Yeah. Okay. There's <laughs> surgery, and there's always risks. So yeah. here's another thing: not all dogs have. The squished against their face. Mm -hmm. Some of them do have shorter snouts. It is always a concern when dealing with brachycephalic dogs, like having you put them under, dealing with air, because... Mm -hmm. um, Snoring. Snoring's cute, but it's not healthy. No. So, because I'm bad at talking about science, and Latin's a dead language, and we don't actually know how it's pronounced, and it's also written stupidly. It is written stupidly for... I'm going to have... I have a paragraph, which Kip is going to read up into how... Um, yes, when you see the um, question mark that says, how did we get here, you're going to oh, stop. I will stop. Gotcha. And then I will go. So, here we go. Kip is going to... Read my notes, because this was also Kip's original idea for a topic. Uh, but they got busy and couldn't research it, so I took it over. It got overwhelming, because there's a lot. Yes. And you're better at, at compiling data than I am. Thank you. Yes, I try to summarize better. well. Yeah, you're, you're, it's a skill. Just not. It's a practice. It's you know, like many skills. It's a practice skill. Yeah. Well, no, I think I have a I think I have a problem. Anyway. <laughs> right. What is... I have ADHD. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. What is brachycephalic airway syndrome? 
Brachycephalic airway syndrome refers to a particular set of upper airway abnormalities that affect brachycephalic dogs. This syndrome is also called brachycephalic respiratory syndrome. Brachycephalic syndrome, or congenital obstructive upper airway disease, uh, the upper airway abnormalities that occur in, in this syndrome include uh, stenotic nares, Dogs with stenotic nares have abnormally narrowed or small nostrils. The narrowing restricts the amount of air that can flow into the nostrils. Extended nasopharyngeal turbinates. That is a hard one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nasopharyngeal nasopharyngeo turbinates are ridges of bone covered by tissue that help humidity and warm air that is inhaled. Oh, it helps It helps humidify and, and warm, warm the air. air that is inhaled. So, like, um, if it's cold when you breathe in through your nose, yeah. that's why they tell you to do that, so yeah. that you warm the air as it comes through, and you're not supposed to be breathing, like, if Ice you've been air. running yeah. in the cold, you're supposed to breathe through your nose and not intake to your mouth, because then that will shock your lungs with cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts. When you're in it Minnesota... Hurts. And you're up there and you're mouth breathing. Your lungs start hurting. It's because you're breathing wrong. Do it through your nose. Yeah. Ugh, that explains so much now. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> when, these, when, these extended, uh, when these extend past the nose into the pharynx, the area near the nose and mouth, these cause uh, variable amounts of airflow obstruction. So I imagine, like, when you're breathing through your nose, you get that kind of sound going on. Yeah, if you've ever seen the diagram of a sinus cavity, mm -hmm. you'll see a spot where your nose, know, there's like a little tunnel up to your nose connecting from your mouth. That's how you can spit milk through your nose. Yeah, that's how some people can like ferry their snake up into their mouth out of their nostrils. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think I used a much more common reason. Yep, sure. Yep. Uh, that sounds disturbing. Screw your nose. Um... <laughs> That can like block the circus. Yes, no. Um, that means it'll go down into your throat unexpected. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all one tube. It's all the sinus cavities are one big system. Yep. Yep. Uh, elongated soft palate. Now, this is the one that I've read about. Yes. Uh, a dog with an elongated soft palate, the soft part of the roof of the mouth, has a soft palate that is too long for the length of the mouth. The excess length uh, partially blocks the entrance to the trachea, a.k.a. windpipe, at the back of the throat. Now, that one's scary because I actually kind of have that issue. You have elongated, a slight. Yeah, like, like if I open my mouth, you can't even see the little... Oh, right, you've talked about this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think on the pod, but you have talked to us about yeah, personally. Yeah, about my uh, yeah. medical problems. Yes. Um... Uh, it's not a HIPAA violation if I'm the patient. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can disclose any information you want. That's why I can, like, I feel like I can empathize with these poor dogs because I do have trouble breathing at night. Like, I need 
help and I'm not getting it because my hospital sucks. Anyway, uh, I, I will say on a small detour talking about HIPAA violation, I do remember when we were getting to the point where we were possibly having to like figure out who was vaccinated and unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. I literally had to be like, so legalese, you are allowed or like you don't feel pressure because of HIPAA, but do you want to disclose your vaccination status to me? Was something I was having to tell my partners yeah, because like, keep in mind, I'm not asking, asking you. To tell me, I am I'm asking, asking if you would to. like to disclose or not. Yes. And there, as I had like a bunch of teenagers, and they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "It's a legal." I'm asking yeah. this in a stupid way because legally, it's yeah. a violation of your yeah. rights. Yeah. But it is important in a pandemic. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. like, yes, it's, it's like a having rope block, man. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It just you talking about HIPAA just reminded me of that like weird conversation I was having to explain. You like having to like explain HIPAA to children around. Yeah, it's like I'm saying this in a stupid way, and they're like, "Do you want to know if I'm vaccinated?" I'm like, "Yes, but I have to put this preface on it." Preface: Do you want to tell me if you are or not? Because I answer that first, because then we can go on. You're also a minor, so I don't yeah. want to make you feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you also don't full, have full control of your medical decisions as yeah. a minor. You're such a good manager, even though you're not a manager. I am part of the management team. Thank mm. you. You're so amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Continue. Um, laryngeal collapse. Let's be sad now. <laughs> laryngeal that sounds bad. Yep, laryngeal collapse is caused by the chronic stress placed on the cartilage of the larynx by other features of brachycephalic airway syndrome. Eventually, the larynx, a.k.a. voice box, is not able to open as wide as normal, causing further restriction in airflow. So a lot of times you'll see, like, brachycephalic dogs trying to bark, and it's almost like that whisper that... It's probably... That oh that bows that bows. See, in a, a less a less traumatic, horrible way, I mm-hmm. was thinking it's like I am Ariel the Little Mermaid and I lost my voice. I lost my voice. It's a very <laughs> cute way of putting it, but in reality it's it, just terrifying. No. Like demon dog horn. Because yet again, as we pointed out <laughs> earlier, the whole sinus cavities are all interconnected and no. we were designed badly. So yeah. sometimes you can breathe wrong and swallow spit down your airways. Think yeah, if your airways right. were malformed for some reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I've choked on so much food during first dates. It's just the best. I or love it when like you moments choke where you're really cool and then you just inhale bad all your stuff. I'm choking on air. I just mm. choked on air. That's how bad at breathing mm-hmm. I am. Yep, yep. I just I've learned to roll with it. It's like a quirky feature of mine. I just choke sometimes. <laughs> It's a quirky feature of we humanity. Everted <laughs> um, laryngeal saccules. Saccules? Sure. I think that's right. I'm going to go with saccules because... That sounds lovely. It's very Latin of It you. makes me feel fancy, even though it's not E-S-E. It's just E-S. Sure. I think I think uh, you're doing like Diocles was just yes. You're doing um, better than me. Just keep moving. The laryngeal saccules are small sacs of uh, or pouches that are located just inside the larynx. These oh, I have to say saccules. It just sounds better in this context. These saccules avert uh, turn 
outwards. Okay, so they're turning outwards. They invert. No. Okay. Or are sucked into the airway by pressure associated with the increased respiratory effort caused by the stenotic nares and or the elongated soft palate. Does that mean like they swallow their tongue or something? Um, just inside, so their sacs, they have little just s- inside the larynx. Is I it, can't visualize that. I assume they have like little tissue sacks. Yeah, like little, like, like little the little. Do- what's the dongle in the back of your throat? See, that's what I was trying to say. The the phlebotum. I every time I think of it, I think of the the well, frenulum, but that's definitely not it. I think that's uvula, uvula, uvula. No, yeah, it's definitely the uvula. I know the word. I'm intelligent. I know the word. No. I can't say it. I know. I know many words I can't pronounce. <laughs> I am so my vocabulary is wide, and I can't use half of it. <laughs> Cannot articulate. Um, I could write it with a spell check. I also can't spell. So you what? What? <laughs> bad at language. <laughs> I am. I have the communication was one of my weakest points as a child. But you know what? You have reading comprehension. I have great reading and comprehension. And you're, you're also really good at again just putting together information. If only you can get it out of your face. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Continue. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> I lost Kip now. Mm, mm, okay, we're getting our we, in the singular sense, are getting it together. Okay, um, so mm-hmm. everted laryngeal saccules with further obstruct will further obstruct airway flow. So that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. The last bit. The last one that you need to look out for with bowels is hypoplastic trachea. A hypoplastic trachea means that the trachea has a small dia- uh, a smaller diameter than normal. So when you think of like a tracheotomy, I always think of like that episode in MASH where they had to actually uh, do a tracheotomy in the field with, oh, a, yeah, with yeah. a ballpoint pen. They love doing that in medical shows. House did it on an airplane. Yeah, they do it in emergency shows. Mm. Con- they're like, just Look, yeah. I think I could do a trachea at this point. I've this seen point, it so much. It's very dangerous. You find this, you, you go to the notch, and then you cut to the notch, yeah. and then you just shove a pipe in it and tape yeah. it in place. I'm a doctor now. Yeah. No. Ball no. No, no, <laughs> no gloves. It's not sterile. You're using a fucking ballpoint pen. So then you got like, you Just know, find a dirty it. razor blade just nearby. Use, yeah, just there you go. I think they use like a pocket knife on that. <laughs> well, okay, MASH was... That was oh. warfare combat and I love Mash. Like frontline medics, they, they did great. Yeah, with so the limited resource. <laughs> well, I just meant with the limited. Re- I'm talking about actual yeah, medics yeah, in the field yeah. and the doctors who were sent there to try to help keep people alive. Oh, dude, you should watch. They should. They shall not grow old. That I have heard of. Ooh. that. 
That sounds depressing. They shall not grow old is the title of a war movie. You know they all (laughs) die young for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love sending our young generation into warfare to be killed. And and that's World War One. I know. That's colorized. I I will say I do. I do love World War One. I love the disillusionment of war for Mm -hmm. and the glory. It's 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 Mm -hmm. a lovely point in history. And I say this as like I don't agree with what happened and that people got hurt but I yeah, like no. the has good good yeah yeah it's got the it's got it's got it's meaty got more... it's got a lot of thought into it yeah like I think World War One has a lot of really good introspective thought that mm-hmm. we don't have with World War Two because it has a lot less clear who is a villain yeah yeah because this is it a war like of treaties decided. yeah it was a war of Oh, you hit my cousin, I have to go to war with you. Ah, uh, you hit my cousin, I have to go to war. I don't want to go to war, but here we go. Well, no, that was World War One, though, I thought. That, yeah, that's what yeah, we were talking co- about. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's the what I'm saying. fighting all Queen Victoria's grandchildren. Yes, just fighting the, the, thing, the thing that was trying to stop with the fact Stupid of having war. you guys all related yeah. didn't work. Did not work. Still fighting each other. Yeah, that's that's why I find it. It doesn't have a clear bad guy. Right, right, right. Yeah. As opposed to World War Two, which is a very evident villain. Yes. And the war in Ukraine. Clearly. Okay. okay. Anyway, so. Uh, it last... leaded me into studying the Napo- Napoleonic Wars. Anyway, hypoplastic trachea, so it's a notch right there between the collarbone. Uh-huh. That's too narrow, mm-hmm. and the dog can't breathe very well, which leads to low blood oxygen levels Mm -hmm. and just got very sad, sleepy, miserable creature. So, an individual dog with brachycephalic syndrome uh, may be affected by a combination of one or more of these abnormalities. So just roll the die and see which bad luck you end up with when it comes to an extreme brachycephalic dog. And multiple, yes. So, like, (laughs) this... Is what the dogs we listed earlier, you Mm -hmm. get a fun little gamble of what and how many of these issues your dog will have, depending on how brachycephalic the dog is. Yeah. Now. Like, Rosie is a pit bull. She's pretty bad stuff. She has a snout, though. She has a snout, but she is technically brachycephalic, and she does have a tendency to snore when she sleeps. Some dogs do. Keeping an eye on it. Mishka has snores, too. He's also just like a big dog. <laughs> it could yeah. also be something to do with a nasal cavity because mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going yeah, to an allergist at some point. Yeah. So we can talk about the story and see what they say. Mainly yeah. it's for their skin allergy, but. Yeah. Okay. So that information came from the um, BCA hospital. And I'll have all these links. And I. Because this was medical definitions, I literally copy and pasted it because I think that's the easiest way to explain a medical condition. Yep. Now we're going to go into summary parts. So we're going to talk about, this is article from the Smithsonian. Mm. We're going to talk about the history of dogs and that cute, cute little squash face. Because I will say it. So, Baby Dan, before Baby Dan knows anything about dogs other than, I like a dog, it's cute, it wags its tail. Mm-hmm. It's all pugs. Um, I forget. I think someone we knew, or I saw pugs in movies, or I saw one in the wild. Oh, pugs are top-notch. They're adorable. Top-notch Little dogs. squishy face. Yeah. They're little guys. I was a little guy. And mm. I'm like, oh, 
my kin. <laughs> I understand you little stocky child. This is I'm, my dog breed. I'm like, they're adorable. And then they they wheezed. I wheezed as a child. Mm. I felt a great kinship with these yes. dogs. You found you found your 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 thing. My uh, my sister had a pug. Oh no, no. And, so and that was my connection with pugs. So, so let's talk about some of the bra- so pugs, classic. French bulldogs, yeah. classic um, breakfast pellet dog. Those dogs they start. So if we remember our domestication of dogs episode, the Victorian era is the thing that started. Pets being pets and not just working animals. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Yeah. They were also companions to people. That's also, if anyone remembers their history, that was around the time of eugenics. Boo! Bad. Yeah, eugenics, always bad. As always Fred bad. explained, and Fred knows everything. He, bad, bad. So we don't need Fred to understand that eugenics is always bad, no matter what we try to do about it. So the concept of a purebred, that is around the time it actually started. Because obviously you had dogs like if you were a farmer, you had dogs that did herding and all. And you got those dogs from the dogs you already had because Mm -hmm. you also couldn't fix dogs at that period. So you had super inbreeding dogs and all that happens. Mm -hmm. We're going to leave that alone because also you can't do anything. But then during the Victorian time, when they were actually intentionally trying to create breeds for certain tasks, that's when the idea of purebreds came along. And we also talked a little bit about in the Pitbull episode mm-hmm. about the different actual kennel club societies and things like that forming. Yeah. Now, the dogs we are talking about that are mostly brachycephalic are companion-style animals. They are meant to be not a lot of exercise needed. They are meant to be able to rest for long periods, be cuddled, be held, be cute. So, shorter legs, uh, less need for exercise, and that's another thing that appeals to someone who maybe lives in an apartment. You don't want to get a wild husky. But yep. you might want a small terrier, or mm. you might want a dog that you only have to walk Terriers a couple of times. Are a lot. Terriers are a lot. It depends on the terrier, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, something I mean, small that doesn't require... Pitbull okay. Terriers. <laughs> yeah, I was, well, I, I was I thinking of Russell handle... Terrier for, like, smaller. Well, yeah. yes. Uh, there are some Terriers that have crazy energy. Yeah. But I can Russell also, I, I live a lifestyle that can maintain a, a Pitbull Terrier, which yeah. is higher energy. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, fun fact, uh, Great Peonies, they like to sleep a lot, so that, that explains why our dogs are so lazy. Yeah. You know, this like, is that just... breed just likes to sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. It just totally makes these dogs make sense. It does. They like, sleep I totally a lot. get them now. Yeah. Um, it's like, I think that's from the Great Pyrenees. They do sleep a lot. Another like... bracky dog that is a great uh, toy dog is a uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. I do love a Cavi King Charles. They at least, I don't think their brachycephalic is, like, the most, I think... The worst. They, some they, of, they are. They've they, got a short snout. They do have a short snout. They have snout, a muzzle. But, but they're, yeah, they short. do have a muzzle. And that yeah. was that's kind of the point I was making. If you look at old pictures of pugs mm-hmm. from like 1901. They got like a cavy King Charles nose. Yeah, they have a snout. They're still shorter. Yeah. But they're not completely in their face and folded. And they also, so something breeders realize is like, oh, people like, the extra skin folds. People like the eyes that bulge out in order to get that yeah, the look. the round apple head that makes it look more and more like it's a baby. It's like a baby. Like a human baby. Baby eyes with mm. the little well, buggy eyes, head. You know they can't be healthy. No. They're not healthy. No. You need an eye socket. 
Yes. No, I'm just, I just, <laughs> I don't like that readers are like, yeah, let's embrace this choice of human aesthetics. I mean, I guess if we're going down that route, we can almost say, like, breeders are the worst. We've said that before. (laughs) Yes. Honestly. We're not not fans. We're not fans of breeders, no. Yeah. So. There's already too many, I mean, these days, there's already too many dogs that need homes. Yeah. Um, Let it be. mm -hmm. So, that is why, so, they were bred, they were selected to continue these quote-unquote breeds in order to keep them low energy, mm-hmm. keep them handheld, keep mm-hmm. them short. And that's actually something, if you have a brachycephalic dog, part of the treatment plan for that dog is mm-hmm. to don't over-exercise it. Yep. Yeah, because it can't don't, don't let it out in summer months because yep. they literally get overheated oh, so quickly. Christ. Yeah, and when you're hot, your your sinus cavity swells up and you can't breathe. I have that same issue. Yeah. Um, brachycephalic. You know, humans can be brachycephalic. Well, you do. Have, you, yeah, I think you're brachycephalic since you have that one thing. I do. This I is do. why you wanted this episode, so you could discover oh, your brachycephalic and find treatment. So we gotta keep you inside during summer months. I do get. I do. I Can't do exercise that much. Yeah. Don't go running. Well, my blood blood ox level is pretty good. If, if You're I'm, not severely bracket. So if I'm not, kip. if I lose, if I'm, if I had, if if I was the weight that I was when I started at XXX Coffee Shop, um, I which was 140 pounds, I actually was able to breathe a lot better than me now at 200. You know, yeah. Like it, it. My face weight so, <laughs> is a part of my ability to breathe. There you go. I'll give yeah. a train of thought back. Yeah, um, that's related to sleep apnea stuff. Yeah, yeah sleep apnea stuff. Okay. This episode is so, not about me. Kip is the ancient pug who okay. had a snout and maybe had some difficulties with certain breathing during certain time periods. Right. Yep. But their nose wasn't shoved into their eyeballs. Yes. No. My and nose they weren't is not shoved they into weren't like Yeah. As they breathe. <laughs> but because the as you said, the baby doll face mm-hmm. was a popular they're like, oh it's cuter because it has bigger eyes. Oh it's cuter because it has the cute little rolls of skin on their right. face. Which that is still I get it. It looks cute. Um you can even look at the it bulgy eyes. You that mm-hmm. it's even a thing It worries me. I just worry about bulgy eyes. So yeah. think about for like dogs with bone in their face. Yeah, I was like, can your eyes be fully in the sockets, please? So a good example of why humans, like, uh, another reason, like, humans find that cute, anime character. And then you have chibis. Oh, yeah, yeah. chibis. Chibis are so cute. And you can take a really scary character and make it a chibi and goes, mm-hmm. ah, it's so cute. Because it has a big head, big eyes, and a little mouth. Mm. It, I really, I understand why that stuff is cute. But I also am a little tiny bit wigged out by the infantilization of certain characters in anime. No, no, no. What I'm saying is humans are drawn to brown. I do like chibi stuff. Chibis are adorable. Big, big eyes. Yeah. All we that stuff is cute. Yeah. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. 
Pet Parents Pod now has a website, petparentspod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be patreon.com slash petparentspod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. Petparentspod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link barkbox.com slash petparentspod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. So we went, oh, hey, these little lap toy dogs who are part of uh, smaller or less active social groups for companionship, mm. let's just keep picking the ones with the cuter, cuter face. Yeah. Face fold, flatter faces, Stuff bigger eyes. Like. Yeah. And that's where we get, and that is how humans decided, oh, we want to take out the more, because it wasn't, they intention, well, some of it was intentional, but it's not like someone one day decided, looked at a pug and went, if only your nose was flatter. Mm-hmm. What happened I'm was. I'm sure that happened, actually. Early or on. Like what, for sure somebody thought that. I feel like it was more like, it's like the chicken versus the egg. It's like, what came first? The egg came first, always, 100% of the time. So for us, it was more like, we're breeding these pugs. Which one of the, the pugs in the is, litter is cute? Exactly. Okay, let's no, take, take that one, one, and then and then, one, that one, and then that's what happened. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. I'm the sure there were first. people, but as a society that created this... It happened through. I like we're just, this. We're like also this. talking about the upper class too. For sure, they were that vain about it. Yes. Just no, there probably were. Uh-huh. Although I Somebody complain, was. and then my favorite breed is pitbulls. <laughs> I mean, everyone is going to have like, um, like everyone literally. Like, we, we have a problem with breeders, but yes, we do have favorite dog breeds. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because like, how can you huskies. not? Yes, exactly. So, like, I love huskies. I actually have decided I don't actually want one. Mm. Not a full one, anyway. Yeah, because they're insane. You can you can get one that's like that has the look, but is more like yeah. You can healthy. get a mix that, that is also not like an escape artist. Like I don't want that. Yeah, no, that's and that doesn't have out. the insane energy. And also, they are the, the the amount of talking. Anyway, there's a lot of what you. There's a lot of people. So I know I've come our, around. You, so I've come you around to being very happy with our choice. Uh huh. So our overly I love watching husky dogs? videos. Yes. I love watching husky videos. So yeah. you. And the more I watch Husky videos, the more I'm like, I'm glad I don't have those. A real, don't have a, yes, you just have a smidge. You know, there's yeah. a ton of people who like, are like, oh, I want a Husky. And then they got a Husky and they regretted it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that there's happened so during of Game of Thrones uh-huh. height. Yes. Because everyone's like, Dia Wolves, I'll get a Husky. I learn in a There are lots. And they yell at me all the time. Yes, mm. they're extremely vocal. They sound like demons. So, so they have he, a lot of energy. They're so instead yeah. of Rue really sharply barking at you you don't want someone yodeling in your ear and jumping on you (laughs) to wake up more i wish oh i do love her house yes that's what charlie does to me sings opera at me the singing if it's not like super loud because some of them don't always scream you didn't didn't like when i came home and she barked at me and jumped on you like a little kangaroo 
No, but I mean, so we still we still have some of that, but that's probably the steroids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also I think it's also part of her personality. She's always probably. been a happy dog. She's a very happy dog. Yeah, she's a very happy dog. Um, anyway, I'm happy with our mixes. That's yes. how I feel. Yes, oh, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, yes, yeah, so, like we're gonna like certain things about breeds, including just the aesthetics. Yeah. Yes, aesthetics are always a part of people's choices, yeah. even if they're not they the popular like aesthetic. Wolves. I love wolves. I'm mm. gonna like the dogs that look like wolves. Anyway. Exactly. That's exactly okay. how I feel about sphinx cats. I don't want any more cats, mm. and sphinx cats take more energy because you have to keep their skin clean and moisturized sure and all cold. that, and they don't get too cold. You know, put sweaters on them. So cute. And I would totally love to have a sphinx cat, but I am not going to because I'm not it's ready to be work. committed to the work. Yeah. So I could just appreciate the sphinx from afar. And also, it is a genetic abomination. I should not support that in any way, shape, uh, or form. Isn't it because it grew up in a more arid climate? No. Well, sphinxes specifically were a mutation that started in Canada. Like oh. twenty years I ago, I thought they were a spinoff yeah. of the yeah. the, the Rex. Cornish Rex and all that. I think they, they were like a Devon Rex or Cornish Rex oh, yeah. litter, and one of them was just completely bald. Uh-huh. And they were like, "Let's breed for that." Oh. Yeah. So some sphinxes, you'll have that that Rex hair where yeah, because they're, they're related to the Rex. Yeah. I just thought they were. We could maybe they're not ancient. They're brand new. Okay. Yeah, they are brand new. Yeah. I, I thought they were. They were yeah, they're. They I thought they were just like an offshoot of the Devon Rexes, but in a more hot climate, so they just didn't develop the fur for evolutionary reasons. The fur's actually a really good sunscreen. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, you know, they're, that's they're, true. They're totally useless and wild. Oh, yeah, they, they can't live outside. Yeah. No, they're oily. They're stinky. They're awful. They can't exist without people. No. Yeah. They. No. They're okay. they're like these little lap okay, dogs okay, that okay. we're talking about. They, they cannot survive on their own. No. So all this being <laughs> said, okay. No, so all this being said, brachycephalic dogs are not guilty of any crimes. Obviously, well, no. and and what we're actually pushing for is one: if you like these breeds, it is okay to like these types of animals. What yes. you should do adopt. is adopt, adopt, Don't not shop, shop. Mm-hmm. and also. If people stop making money off of this, people stop breeding them. Yeah. Yep. The only reason people breed them is to it's make profitable. money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Straight up, it's just because it's profitable. It's yeah. not when because it they becomes care. if people make an active conscious decision to stop buying animals, the and we've said this in the past, the only breeding we understand and support are like service animals, which is not brachycephalic dogs. No. Mm-hmm. Because that does need a certain amount of temperament, and I they do need understand. to not have a medical issue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, uh, someone with a broken leg can't help another person with a broken leg. Yes. Yeah. So, adopt not shop, and also yeah, you, think... Yeah, like, you can search for certain, like, certain breeds. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can rescue them. And there's plenty of them that need rescue, but also, like, taking into consideration, like... Um, I think we've talked about this before. We follow Kitten Lady on Instagram. She's mm-hmm. a really cool, fabulous rescue. She had a whole litter of Frenchy puppies that were given to her because she is specializes in neonatal care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, like, she was, she did a whole video about it. She talked about it, the intensive type of feeding they had to do because they had to make sure they tube fed them mm-hmm. because if they, they could easily inhale the formula they were trying to eat. Yeah, they could ask right. great. Yeah, so they had, like... Their faces all messed up. Yeah. And 
the it, folds don't make sense with that the, kind of bone that's structure. another thing is uh the folded skin not mm. only can it cause blockages to the airway if you do not clean under that skin it can cause fungus growth mm -hmm. so really wrinkly dogs actually like, wipe between their 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 fat folds they're gonna get like yeast infections or whatever yeah like we have we literally have a dog who has a hooded vulva that is one fold it has caused so many issues mm -hmm. yeah in that one fold mm -hmm. she doesn't really have she's not a wrinkly dog no she's not it's she's just a big round ball vulva. of love yeah yeah so you fold things fat dirt Bacteria grows in nice, warm, dark areas. Moist yeah. areas. And that's mm -hmm. a, what you're creating with a fold. Yeah, it's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. And it's not a practical design. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. So we're gonna. So we've. So that's kind of how we got to where we are. We are not dunking on poor little pugs. And also, if you do like these breeds, I think it is important to be aware about the financial and medical responsibility you are taking on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is actually something I was talking to, like, my older sister, where we were going somewhere, and I, I think someone had a pug, and I'm like, ah, cutie. And April's like, didn't you like pugs? Weren't you thinking about getting one? I'm like, yeah, but the financial thing, and like, I, like, if a like, a pug suddenly washed up on my front door going, help, I need a home. Mm. I'm going to kick it yeah, out. There's yeah, a danger of any animal doing that that we might accept it. There, yeah. There's that risk. There's always that risk. Yes. But. That, like as long as it fits in with our animals, that's a, that's a risk we're at. Yes. Yes. So that's like, a, it's a risk of having that. But, um. Mm -hmm. I also mentioned they're kind of expensive care. I'll like them from a distance, but I really don't want to have to, like, do that yeah. type of care. It doesn't mean I hate them or I think they're ugly. Yeah. I still think they're insanely cute. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about, okay, so you have taken on this challenge. You've gone and you've adopted this poor little brachycephalic dog from the local shelter. Um, what are things you might have to consider doing to help them? Um one thing, so there are basically a standard thing that you should always be keeping in mind. And we started touching on this, and I'm just going to reiterate. Ob obesity, for one, is really bad in these dogs. They actually are meant to be fat, cute, and chubby. So you actually have to be very careful about what you feed them, keeping them on a strict diet, because the uh, more overweight they get, the harder it is for them to breathe. Um, so, And you cannot exercise these dogs. Because, like we said, if they get overexerted, they'll have trouble breathing. Yep. They can't take long walks in the heat, so you have to be careful about that in the summer. Yeah. If they get too excited or stressed, it can cause, like, dogs pant when they're anxious. Mm -hmm. That panting could kill a brachycephalic dog from mm -hmm. basically having a panic attack. So their weight is all diet. All diet. Yeah. Yeah. And always, always keep this dog cool and avoid hot and humid conditions because mm. it cannot like sort itself yeah. out yeah i remember i used to work in buckhead in atlanta yeah. which is north atlanta it's a fancy part of atlanta and um i would walk home mm -hmm. take the train home and when i was walking through buckhead there was always this lady blonde ponytail active wear and she would always go on a walk every time I was going home from work. And she always had a baby cart with her. Mm -hmm. But it was one of those dog carts. Mm -hmm. And inside she had a 
English bulldog. Like, straight up, like, you know. Yeah, that's actually a good idea to get your dog some air and some activity. I love it. Strollers, papooses, backpacks. That is straight up, like, she's, like, probably, like, lets the dog, like, walk a little bit Mm -hmm. just to get some some movement. And then in the cart, and it was just the cutest thing ever. Even though I felt sorry for the dog, but I was just like, hey, look, she cares enough. So, one of my coworkers has an older Yorkie. Mm -hmm. Very tiny dog. Very old. Oh, they are so itty bitty. They are so itty bitty. Unbelievable how And they will are. sometimes because doing long walks with this dog is not really a thing. It's an older dog. Yeah. So they, they have a backpack. Have tiny little legs. They have tiny little mm-hmm. legs. And also this coworker is a long skinny noodle. Yep. Oh boy. So, um, strides. Yeah, it, <laughs> that dog would not be able to keep up. Anyway, sometimes on their days off, they'll get their little animal backpack and they'll take the puppy mm-hmm. around. Okay. Freaking Yorkie in the bag. Yes, because they do occasionally come in the store, and I occasionally avoid that I see a dog because it's in a backpack, so it's not loose. So technically, mm-hmm. it's not a whatever. Yeah. Um, so I have I've gotten to see the cute little puppy, and the dog's just like. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. And so it walks around the mall and in shops and it's in a backpack so you can normally get past the whole like dog yeah. thing. It's mm-hmm. contained. It's contained. It's not going yeah. anywhere. It, oh, I fun. saw ladies with dogs in bags all the time when I worked at the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I didn't like it. So yeah, those could be good ways. Oh. So, I just thought it was rude. I was like, what are you doing? You do all that, still you have issues. So time for medication. The main medications that might be used would be, one, corticosteroids. Yeah, something that's anti-inflammatory. Yep. I I, I took some sort of that when I was in asthma. You put a steroid. That's what albuterol is. It's a steroid. Steroids are magic. I was telling a friend this recently. Like, when Rue was sick, they're like, well, too sick to do the test. Well, what do you want to do, doctor? We have this thing called steroids. It's magic and it fixes everything. Great. Give us the steroids. That's not what they said. That was the They said we thing. have this one thing exactly. to try and hopefully it will work, basically. I do remember Friends having a conversation. Because, yeah, because not if it with, doesn't work, then she's going to die yeah. with the implication. So. Mm. But did, it worked. I, I have had a conversation with probably not at that, but a vet where it's like, yeah, sometimes we just throw steroids at it when we don't know what it is because it is magical and yeah. will help fix it. That's what happened to me at the hospital. They yeah. literally did everything. They destroyed my microbiome oh my with with antibiotics Thanks. to just fix whatever it was. Right. They didn't know what was wrong with me. Yeah. I had no gut bacteria. I mean, that's not true. But, you know, I had the basically like it hurt to eat food because my throat didn't have a protective layer anymore. Oh, my God. So um, I basically just ate the shit out of yogurt for days and days and days. But they finally were like, all right, steroids it is. And that that did it. Yeah, it did it. The next, (laughs) another option they might do is non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, also known as NADS. Yep. So N-S-A-I-D-S. Mm-hmm. And then if it is so severe, you might so, have you to... You mean NSAIDs. NSAIDs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just... Ha, 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 I'm an idiot. You got NSAIDs. it. No, you're nailing yeah. it. <laughs> um, and then you might get to the point where you might need oxygen therapy. This mm-hmm. is something... So think of brachycephalic dogs as dogs that are always on the verge of having an asthma attack. Yeah, I mean, they have breathing mm-hmm. problems, yeah. You're basically, so if you have a kid and you're like, oh, I don't want my kid to have asthma, you're basically, if you get a brachycephalic dog, you're like, I guarantee that my 
dog is going to have asthma attacks and there's a high chance they will die from asphyxiation. Yes. That is what I want when I buy when it's I'm buying this piece. breed. Yeah. When I'm breeding this breed, I am guaranteeing breathing conditions into an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something we avoid in humans. We do a lot of yeah. treatment to try to keep it from happening. It's really scary. It I is terrifying. I knew a kid in my brother's class that ended up passing away in school, in class, because of an asthma attack. Oh my God. And no one did anything about it. Oh, my God. Did he not have an inhaler? He didn't have it on him, no. Oh, no. There's yeah. only... The, I was... the nurse should have had one. I'm sorry. Oh, it's did very, the nurse I'm not ha- very upset. Did the nurse not have one? It was just a, a just layers and layers of failure. Oh, my God. For this poor kid. Because I remember when I had asthma... He was a good kid. I had... had parents and the nurse failed this child. Yeah, everyone That's... failed this child. Wow. Yeah. That's harsh. So it's very serious. I take asthma attacks very yeah. seriously. Yeah. I will yeah. say growing up with asthma does make you very good if you do have trouble breathing. I had an allergy attack recently severe. where I had to go, a severe allergic reaction where I had to go to the ER and get like super Benadryl. Mm-hmm. And super extra supreme Benadryl. I had two doses of super Benadryl really and what they, shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and a, uh, allergy cocktail is what they called it because mm. I had to tell my doctor. My doctor was like, "What they give you?" In mine. I was like, "They gave me two doses of this amount of Benadryl and then something they called an allergy cocktail." My doctor looked at me and was like, "Well, that's not helpful." I'm like, "Well, this is what I have to tell you." And she's like, "It's fine. Someone, it's not your fault." Told me. It was a different hospital system, so she still hasn't gotten my ER notes. So she's like, "I literally don't know what they gave you." Yeah, I'm like, "That's fine." Mm. Um. Anyway, it makes you very calm in situation for you can't breathe because you've had training. And I will say I could still breathe. I was just having difficulties breathing. Yeah, just that. Uh, I was that just little, going. That, yeah. that fun noise you get. I'm having an allergic reaction. They're like, can you breathe? I'm like, yes, I can breathe. It's very difficult or I would not be here. Having yeah. that distinction is nice because there are a bunch of people who are not good in emergencies and they'll call on behalf of somebody else and they're like, so-and-so's can't breathe or whatever. And they're literally talking. He's like, "That's breathing," or you know, if they're yeah. coughing or whatever. It's like that. That is breathing. They're it's having their difficulty breathing. breathing. Yeah, no, difficulty is. But yeah. they are breathing. So mm-hmm. there's a huge difference to us, you know, on nine one one when yeah. somebody can't breathe because we're about to give you CPR instructions. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I was having difficulty breathing. I was giving. Um, I, I I was told by my nurses at the ER. They're like, "You're so calm and collective," and I'm like, "Thank you." I'm like, I'm like, well, I had asthma as a kid. So I was, I learned the hard way that panicking when you can't breathe makes it worse. Cause I did do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it like child Dan, child Dan went and they're like, you have to stop doing that. I'm like, I can't breathe. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Hyperventilate more. Hold your hands above your head. Um, anyway, so all that, all that has been attempted. It's still not working. You're like having your dog in an oxygen tank 24-7. Surgery. In an oxygen tank. Yeah, like a tent. Yeah. Little, full of oxygen. oxygen dog okay. Tent. Okay. Yeah, that's what my brain, so I called it a tank. But I was thinking tent. <laughs> yep, dog tank. Yep. Yeah. Um, they had to do that's that. That's what Rosie is. <laughs> they actually, uh, one of my grandmother's older dogs had to be in that toward the end because he was having, he was an elderly dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you done all that. That's still not working. Surgery treatment might be a choice, but it's not always, uh, statonic nerves, ner- statonic nerves, 
can be surgically corrected by removing a wedge of tissues from the nostril, allowing improvement airflows. An elongated soft palate can be surgically shortened to a more normal length. Yeah. Inverted layer gills, satchels. <laughs> it's that inverted layer gill, and then sac. It's the one you kept uh, changing. Inverted um, laryngeal uh, sacules. Yes. Sacules. Can be surgically renew- removed to eliminate the obstructions. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. How successful? Um, er- the earlier the abnor- abnormalities associated with the syndrome are corrected, the better the outcome. Mm-hmm. The condition can worsen over time and may cause other abnormalities. Early corrections of this will significantly improve the airways. But that's the thing. It still might have swelling. There's always a risk of surgery. It gets riskier with brachycephalic dogs putting them under because the oxygen regulation can be really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For example, I've talked about this show before, Yukon Vet. I do like this vet. They are interesting. They oh, do yeah. they do have a pug. Okay. And they did get a pug from a local breeder. Mm-hmm. I will say they do live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't know how like options of finding and adopting dogs are and like literally half their job is trying to like do spay and neuter clinics. Right. Um, but they do talk about they they like the breed and they understand the risks that come in because they've done episodes where they're doing their dog's checkup. And yeah. literally, they brought their dog to the vet and they're like, her weight's real high. And the vet's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I have three teenagers. Try to keep all of them from feeding my dog treats. Oh, God, no. Yeah, it, it is like. Sit them down and explain, children, you are killing the dog. Well, yes. But also, she's like, but then she gives me cute Google eyes. It's it's that thing of, like, I would like to die, please. Give me the treats. You guys should see the face that Charlie gives me whenever I've got, like, I had grits this morning. Yes, but it won't kill him. I, I had cheesy grits, and he just looked at me with this He's, he's like a healthy well, There are a dog. couple episodes where there's been some sort of checkup or necessary, like, thing where they've had to sedate, and they and she goes into detail about, like, the oxygen regulation in the dog and how stressful it is handling those things. Oh, Look my God. I'll, I'll post it You've this abused court. this <laughs> dog. Abused Did you kick him? He's just like, you, you have... withheld grits. You have cheesy grits. I wish my dogs did that. <laughs> what they do is they are like, I'm going to mob you from different sides and have you drop your food and then I'll get it. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to double team you until we get this. And then sometimes the cats join in. Oh, my goodness. So. Yeah, let, me edit, let me crop my uh, medical quite the picture of me trying to eat food. Or <laughs> you just surrounded. So here's the thing. Um, it really depends on the level of brachycephalic that your dog is. Um, it That will depend on what complications will happen. There are some brachycephalic dogs who have the slightly longer snout but are still short, live perfectly healthy lives, are perfectly happy. If you're a low-activity person, I do understand why these dogs might be appealing to you, yeah. especially in the apartments. A situation, if you live in an apartment and you know you're not getting out, a pretty good dog. Yeah. Just keep in mind about keeping ahead of this, making sure you go to the vet, 
talk to your vet about actually checking these things ahead of time because if the earlier you catch it, the earlier you can correct it and enjoy the longevity of your dog. It's like watching their weight is like the biggest thing and that yes, you can do. Don't be a weak human. Don't let them bully you. Mm-hmm. Don't give them the extra crunchies. No. And as always, our message is adopt, not shop here mm-hmm. at Pet Parents Pod. Yep. We don't yep. support for-profit breeders. Yep. Nope. There's never going to be a good way that eugenics happens. Yes. It's never. Fuck them. That was me. Yeah. I sent you pictures of uh, Charlie. Okay. Just now. I was Live going to. I was just going to ignore it. <laughs> but okay. All my phone buzzed and Kip mm-hmm. was telling me it was them. Mm-hmm. So the audience is now caught up. Yep. You can add that to the show notes when we upload the show in a month. I will send it to Heath. Okay. It's in the group. It's in the group. The show notes as photos? I don't. I don't. You, know. you can post it on the Discord directly after posting the episode, Heath. That is now your assignment. And now it's recorded, so I'll have to hear this and I will remind you. Moving Yay. on, does anyone else have any questions or want to talk about anything with brachycephalic animals? And this includes cats, by the way. We're, we're talking mainly about dogs because they are the most popular, but this does also ec- include cats. And remember, cats also have to clean themselves, so you have the additional complication God. of hairballs, which are already can be dangerous in long-haired cats. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the brachycephalic cats are long-haired. Yep. And so really think up. about that, because I That's literally horrible. clean up a handful of hairballs all the time. And ours are short-haired. Cats. And that's from five. It's and they look like they're having trouble herking those up. Yeah, uh, yes. well, hairballs—they always look really pitiful. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> even though they're actually fine, because it can't be pleasant. Yeah, I mean, think fine. about that in a poor little short snout, no. trouble breathing, kitty, badly designed little yes. babies, poor babies. Um, I do want to add in that even though my mother did breed uh, Himalayan cats, that. Mitzi and the kittens that she bred were mesocephalic. Yeah. So she did breed the kind of Himalayan. So probably not there for are, her, but she got right. some Himalayans that were like because mesocephalic. Because most people so aren't. Yeah. She could breathe. Yeah, she was Yeah, fine. That's good. She'd hork up hairballs and that's, she was long hair, but other than that, she was fine. And I mean, most of the articles she are... She lived to be like 18. Yeah. And, that's a good long age. Mm-hmm. So here's the another thing. Most of the articles I read, they're not saying, like, I don't want pugs to ever exist ever again. Right. What they're Just asking make for... Them healthier. Yeah. Please yeah. stop doing the squish face. We need yeah. longer snouts. Yeah. Breed for longer... Well, I'm, Fred even mentioned that even if it's still eugenics, if it's, you do that, it's still, but, but the point is, is that the reason why bows exist, bows that the, the brachycephalic whatever syndrome exists, is because genetically the the flesh isn't taking into account the bone structure, yeah. and that's why it has all the extra schmabbly do. If it's just, it's uh, not so. Good. If you're gonna insist on going to a breeder, I guess go and get one with the longer snout, whatever. Someone breed. who breeds for a long. So another. I don't know. Okay, so the get least the, devil. This, okay, what do they call it? The devil, uh, whatever. The less, the less, the lesser, lesser evil. evil. The lesser evil. Thank you. Okay, so something else I will point in is we are for people who like breeders or like the show things, all that stuff. Something I think that should be petitioned for is the actual... So, we've talked about this on our dog show episode. 
the what the dogs are being held to is called those are unhealthy. Not the point. That's not what I'm trying to point. Is a breed standard. It is yeah. a written down breed standard. Mm-hmm. Part of the pugs breed standard is actually the folded face, the slightly enlarged things. So mm-hmm. if we do want these things to change. They should change that. Then they should change that. If they do, and that comes down to the kennel clubs. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They should take action. They, there should be action to change because part of the reason it is also bred that way is because that is the standard of the breed, which should not be. Like all your feelings about whatever you feel about breeders aside, if you do want healthy animals, that is not healthy. Yeah, that breed standard is not healthy. They should adjust it so that they're the healthy version. Is there a standards. movement that is petitioning for this? I have no clue. We should. Figure that out. Because they should, for German I, Shepherds, too, the, the slope back thing, yeah. that's not good either. Can we get organized? I'm not good at organizing I, things. I don't I, even know how you would do that. How do you that. Even, If anyone listening... Look, I can't manage <laughs> If anyone to, listening knows where to start, that would be great. We'll back honestly, you guys we up. We don't have a big audience, and that's why no. I don't know how to go yeah, about it. Really it really stinks, but it's like... Hi, we're just talking... We're three yeah. people in a we living room We have a lot talking. of ideas. We're three people in the living room. We're so stoned right now. If someone what? can help us, no, we're not. we're not. <laughs> All three of us just had a cup we're of coffee. We're, we're stone-cold sober. That's what uh, we are. That's what we are. We're stone-cold serious about this issue, We are. Yeah. I do. I feel strongly about it, and I think that... that you know, we I feel strongly about a lot change. of things. Yeah. For, yeah. Can we do one good thing in our lives that before are frustrating we die? that need to change? Yeah. Yeah. I feel strongly about a lot of things. I, I can't say and have good thoughts. I don't have any good problems. If any of us can get in a room and punt, no. Um, if anyone-, <laughs> anyone has any suggestions for how to go about moving move, movement on this issue, that would be, That'd be welcome. Cool. Mm-hmm. We will we will us. support it. We will sign. We will boost it with our tiny tiny office. Yeah. We can well, work I together don't, on it. Something. The thing is, at Parents Pod, okay, change.org campaigns don't have anything unless there's actually someone backing it into the organization. Someone can yell at the kennel clubs going, "This isn't fair!" Unless there's someone in the kennel club with power and authority, it's not going to get changed. Yeah, but they aren't even going to know that we're petitioning for it if there's no petition. We got to start somewhere. Don't think they. I don't know. I don't know. I I agree with you. Thank you. But also, yelling at an empty void doesn't fix the issue. You have to yell directly at a person to fix the issue. If let's that makes sense. Let's get. Let's release the hound. Where's Charlie? If that process makes sense of what I'm trying to say, it does. But again, it. uh, I almost feel like you're. You want to start at the end. When we need to take baby well, steps. Well, if we had a bigger audience, foundation of, of the message we, we actually okay, audience. we're just getting off subject. Okay, okay anyway. we're gonna let's do it. Email us if you're interested <laughs> in helping with this. Yeah. Or you have any ideas? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I have on this very happy episode of yeah. Pet Parents. <laughs> Not as bad, but we did get riled up a little bit at the end. It's a it's a frustrating thing because it's yeah. yet again another thing that humanity caused that was unnecessary to begin with. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. the main thing. I think that's the thing Freaking that frustrates Queen Victoria. me. What? Didn't it start in China? No, well, no. Uh, the the, pet, the domestication region. of that's the right. pets. Oh, Victoria and England, that's right? The sex oh, Victoria. Yeah. Sorry, I was like. Sorry, I was thinking of several of the very popular dog breeds. That started. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I just yes, yes, I, it did start in the Victorian era. Yes, yeah. but no, there it did start all over the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
One thing that I found frustrating about the research into brachycephalic dogs mm-hmm. specifically yeah. was, and, and I'm also, I will admit that I'm a very bad researcher because I'm lazy and if it doesn't show up right away, I don't want to dig too deep into it. I have like three to four sources tops. That is not good research. Mm-hmm. And... This is a fun podcast. Yes. With fun, fun times. Also, this is not a full-time... I have a full-time job on we top of... Full-time. We have full-time we jobs on top IT, of this. IT, dispatch, and coffee. That's that's what you're getting in this podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, coffee, <laughs> emergencies, Emergency services, and tech. That's what you get. Yeah. You're welcome. We're just, we're just animal enthusiasts, that's all. Yeah. But... They're our passion. They are our passion. Pets are love. Pets are love. Uh, life. Live life pet. Live life pet. Um, when, live I was, life pet. when I was doing my research, and it did take a couple of days to realize that when you look up brachycephalic animals, the only thing that you get, or the only thing I got in my research was why it's a bad idea to own a brachycephalic dog, which yeah. is fair. Yeah, that's fair. But I could Google, like, history of brachycephalic dogs all the like what is the where can i where did it start oldest brachycephalic breed all these other keywords and i'm trying to grab this information i got nothing mm-hmm. i could not i i believe the oldest breed is the um chinese sharpay yeah but that makes i have absolutely no evidence to back that up because i could not find a lick of documentation that actually said so you're which breed was the oldest and that was my biggest frustration when i was doing the research for this show that's fair i didn't dive that deeply what i was i wanted to get into it i wanted the general history because i think that's something that's because what you're talking about is an actual like anthropological study yeah yeah like a genuine like biology yeah Yeah, that could be a dissertation in some fields and i also kind of find it interesting again i don't know if the oldest brachycephalic breeds come from china or asia in large or on mass but i also found that when i was researching brachycephalia when i was in my 20s because i did some research back in the day yeah um that Human brachycephalia actually comes from Asia, hmm. and I thought that was pretty interesting. Because or maybe, the, well, okay, yeah. that also makes sense because, like, Asia is like China's history is some of like really well documented history. Oh, amazing! Like, just, they I have an awe. Like, while they were, like, writing and stuff, like, European ancestors were still like, I stab you and just tell stories, and and then when I die, all my stories die. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no written history, nothing. We're just mud people who are yelling at each other. I'm sorry, did you write a book? I'm gonna burn it. Yeah. I'm gonna burn it. (laughs) We're gonna burn this book. And also, we're not allowed to read, because the mm. only thing that can be read is the Bible. And we're not allowed to read, only priests are allowed to read. So, bam! Yeah, we don't even know. <laughs> so, it does make sense, like, for documentation. I even think that came a lot later than, than Well, yeah, China, I, I, I'm, just, I'm, just making, yeah. I'm just making a point about yeah. certain things. And while sometimes it's hard to find documentation, you do have to actually take in consideration that 
if it is an oral history tradition, you are going to lose history. Because yeah. that's how orally traditional people pass the culture on. Yeah. And if everyone dies from it, yeah. You, if you're you the lose last person to know, then you're the last person to know. Yes. Yeah. And then and then archaeology can only guess. Because that's yes. also an imperfect field of research. It's making best guesses. Best guesses. Which I appreciate still. Inform best guesses and then they change their mind later on. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why some some people don't Sometimes like we chaos have. and information. Yes, that's why. I appreciate it. Yes. So I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Uh, anyone else have thoughts on Brawlick's bracket? Brawlick's of all Cute puggies that need to please Brown give them spells. Give them snouts. And yes, uh, and cats. Please give them snouts. Give them a tiny little snout. Please. They need, they need longer muzzles to be able to breathe. Better. Yeah, give them, give them snouts, please. Please bequeath unto them a snout. A muzzle of fine breathing. Yes, so they can go... <sighs> I was getting a little bit of PTSD when you were talking about, like, relaxed breathing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I had to do, like, constrictive breathing. Oh, 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 when in a medical. You don't, like, you know, freak out and, oh, my God, I had to go It's a skill. It is a skill. You know what? It's a useful skill in customer service because I've, like, even, like, the other day, someone, I was asking very reasonable questions that I need to know to help them. Mm-hmm. And then they were just getting angrier and angrier. And then when I confirmed something, they're like, I didn't say that. I'm like, you did. That's why I'm confirming it. But okay, that's fine. That's fine. And then afterwards, everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. It's an idiot. I deal with idiots all the time. Mm-hmm. Which is a day in the life. I don't get paid enough to deal with idiots. Be nice to your coffee shop, people. Okay. I'm going to yell that. All the time. Okay. Heath, where can people find us? You can find us at PetParentsPod.com. Tell your friends and family that like animals about us. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at PetParentsPod. You can also email us PetParentsPod at gmail.com. As always, we will continue to get better. And take some time to breathe today, people. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. In through your nose, hold, and then out through your mouth. Oh, yeah. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye.